This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screening babies, sticky seats, with 50 added popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves That was, that was like a Christmas graduation ceremony. <laughs> hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. This is <laughs> a little feedback on that one. You guys don't even have microphones. Uh, coming to you from the Gramercy Theater in New York City for the second annual... 12 Guests of Christmas, East Coast Style! 
It's Monday, November 30th, 2015. I hope all of you had a terrific Thanksgiving weekend. And I hope you all brought some name tags. I think you did. It's going to be a big prize pile for somebody. Because I know all this shit's not going to fit in this laundry bag. That giant Tim Curry face scares me. <laughs> Oh, wow, the uh, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man got a better seat tonight. <laughs> Last night you were back there a little bit, so g- good luck to you. I think that's a pretty good one. And then Katie, who knitted the um, uh, donuts last night. Tonight she's got this giant... It, it's not knitted. It is? That's completely knitted? Oh, my God, you're the fastest knitter. You made that today? And it's a giant uh, alien head that's quite realistic and scary and I can't imagine it not getting chosen other than how dark it is it just kind of looks like you're holding up a, a void like you're, like you're sitting in an area of look I brought some darkness uh, but good luck to you and, and to everyone there's lots of uh, name tags too many for me to get into Peter Steller didn't you like win one time? no I got picked you got picked but you didn't win okay I was just guessing. All right, put him down, put him down. We can bring him back out a little later. I like the lady in the front row with the Grinch shirt on. Didn't, didn't bring a name tag, just has a scowling face on her chest. I, I, it's okay, I was just joking around. You know. Don't worry about it, lady. Devin's mother, don't worry about it. Doug's plugs. Uh, lots of Douglas Movies tapings are coming up in Los Angeles and elsewhere in 2016. Go to DouglasMovies.com. That's DouglasMovies.com. Let's look in the uh, prize bag. Backstage, I don't eat this sort of thing anymore. A giant bag of uh, ver- various Hershey's candies. Yeah, fuck it. You know what? I'm just going to give you guys some. I'm just going to splay them out at you. So... Watch, watch your faces. <laughs> you want it? Come and get it, you bunch of shamus. I've imprisoned you. You're stuck here for the next two hours. This is the only food you're going to get. You better give them all a standing ovation when they come out here. Last night there was a weird standing ovation in the front. But nowhere else. Oh, let me get the side section. <laughs> Bartender. <laughs> Almost. I didn't want to hit you, though. You really want one? <laughs> <laughs> All right, just one. Reese's. You like Reese's? Yeah. Oh, that was pretty close. Hit somebody else in the eye, though. <laughs> what do you think of uh, Hershey's Special Dark? Oh, it's- really got the white ladies excited <laughs> he wasn't even the bartender wasn't even looking so it's a good thing I was such a shitty throw alright we're almost done go through the whole bag cause people love paying two bucks to listen to this oh you just threw candy at people oh sorry there's nothing in the prize bag now no, I got a sippy cup from uh, I went and saw a Broadway show or two. I got a sippy cup. I got a wrist slappy thingy that says house at the end of the street. 
a Doug Loves Movies t-shirt. Yeah, here's where things get really good. A Doug Loves Movies sticker. A button that says schmovie on it. Because I'm not getting, bringing no fucking schmovies. Uh, a Sharpie pen. And finally, a Tenacious D guitar pick. That was probably in one of Jack or Kyle's orifices at some time. All of that, plus what 12 guests have brought to contribute to the prize bag. That's why I didn't bring much, to be honest with you, because somebody's going to win a lot of stuff and probably has to go home on a train or something. So good luck with that. Let's get them out here. Competing to see who will be the winner of the second annual 12 Guests of Christmas East Coast style old school OG Leonard Malton game. <laughs> Please welcome Kurt Braunohler, Rob Cantrell, Trey Gallion, Doogie Horner, Carmen Lynch, Elliot Kalin. Seth Herzog, Ramon Rivas II, Jesse Pasternak, Greg Wyshynski, Aparna Nanchurla, and Pete Davidson. All right, so as you can see, there's an empty seat, and uh, uh, don't be sad. Is Santa coming? <laughs> no, or we're Jesus? saving that seat for Elijah. Uh, Put some blood on a plate. Leave the door open. Uh, now, our Elijah tonight is uh, Pete Davidson, was uh, very excited and interested in participating tonight, but he's on a program called Saturday Night Live, and Monday nights are iffy over there for the uh, people that work on the show, whether or not they have to be there late. And so he's going to try to get out of there and race over here. And I told him no matter what moment he appears, he can enter the competition as if he's been playing the entire time. <laughs> and yeah, it'll be a total wild card situation. Backstage. Wait What's a that? minute. He just gets preferential treatment. because That's he's what I just said, Trey. Asshole. Do you want to leave now? No. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so he gets preferential treatment just because he's going to race down here, and I, I don't want him to come down here for nothing. And also, he's not great at this game. So, <laughs> so you guys, whoever is still in it should be able to take him on, okay? But, but we'll see. You never know. Anybody can win. Last year's winner is here, Rob Cantrell, everybody. Oh. New York City. Hello. Do you have any, uh, you know, words about uh, defending your, your title this evening? I'm psyched. I'm ready to defend it. And, uh, no, that's about it right there. Uh, <laughs> uh, right. I, I, I can do it. I can do it. Uh, I'm just psyched to be here, Doug. All right. That's great. Yeah, we'll see, you know, we'll see how you do. Do you have any words of advice about how you won? Uh, oh, how I won? Oh, I that's uh, Seth Herzog, who came in second. Yeah. And, uh... Thank you, true fans. I like to call him Thank Seth you, true Sour fans. Grapes Herzog. 
what's up, sour grapes? Do you, you still feel bad about it? One yeah, there's later? a lot of anger here. A lot of anger. And what, what went wrong, according to you? The went wrong was I had to name the last three movies in three actors. I knew all three. I did accidentally reverse the order of the two, and then Rob won because he hadn't moved from the chair. I yeah. told Seth it was a lesson in zen. Yeah. He really knew how Sometimes to hang in there. Sometimes you just got to be yourself and shit will come to you. And for the listeners, all the ladies screaming while Seth explained that, that, that doesn't really line up. Uh, that's not what they were screaming for. Kurt Braunohler decided disrobe uh, partially. I'm taking, off, I'm taking off this sweater I just bought. Found out it was too hot for my body. <laughs> Your body's too hot for that sweater. I sweat looking, a lot. I sweat a lot. Good. I have a problem. I have yeah. a problem. All right. So we're going to meet everybody individually as we play the game. So the first thing we need to do is get some uh, name tags sorted out. Uh, this audience really stepped up, you guys. They brought some amazing stuff. So wow. take your time if you have to. But select the name tag that speaks to each and every one of you. I'll take Tim Curry for and sure. And take it back to your seat. I'll take Royal Tedenbaums. Royal Tedenbaums. Because it lights up. Be sure to look into the black void in the front row, you guys. Ramon, look in the front row, right in front of you. Look down. Do you like the movie Alien? The Aaron? <laughs> yeah. Try to... Push him into picking the alien head. Uh, that's the guy. That's the guy whose name tag it is. Yeah. Yeah. There's some. There's some up in the balcony. The balcony is uh, screaming for, for equal rights. Damn. All balconies matter, you guys. I went up there last year and it sucked. <laughs> Can I switch or no? What do you mean? Why do you want to switch? Well, there's donuts and then there's something someone crafted. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, switch if you want. I could use some donuts. Uh, I want you to be satisfied with your choice. Uh, this, look at this. I mean, if you're comfortable being a dick. No, put but seriously, on. put that thing on. Put I love it on. That's the it alien head. It is a crochet I was hoping somebody head. would Oh, he's going to wear it? Holy he can wear shit. it? Look at this shit. Yeah, Boy, that's crazy. Yeah. And it, I always wondered like what it'd be like if the alien had, had wore glasses. This is you and make, had a J behind his ear. Did you make that or did you buy it? You made she it. She makes this Fucking, shit. What's your it name? It crawled out of her body just like alien. What? That's that's Katie. And who's hosting this show, Kurt? <laughs> I'll take over whenever you want to take a break. I feel like you turned me into a backseat host over here. Uh, all right, so everybody pick some name tags. Really we'll find happy. out who you're playing for when we get to you, when it's your turn, because we seriously got to start the gameplay because uh, there's a concert here in this theater on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, uh, it's an arduous competition. And like we said, Rob Cantrell just made it through just by being present. Yeah. You just got to hang in there. Uh, to determine who goes first <clears throat> this evening, we are going to play a game that I call Cable Billing. Yeah. 
cable companies, Netflix, whatever. Whenever you're watching a movie, they often just pick the most random people from the cast to list, and they only list like two names. And it's always like those. What? That's that's what you'd say when you're talking about that movie. Those two people. Okay, whatever. Cable, and. I'm going to say the names of two people that my cable company listed as the, uh, you know, the people that are in this film. And the first person who says the correct movie is the winner. Uh, and you can guess as many times as you want and as loudly as you want. No one in the audience, please. What movie does Time Warner Cable say has Burt Lancaster and Amy Madigan? Who said that? Greg? Greg Wyshynski is in with the Field of Dreams answer. Field of Dreams, ladies and gentlemen. If you build it. It, I, it, it didn't dawn on me until we were playing the game that uh, if everyone had microphones, that'd be more fair. <laughs> but, but we all heard him say it. I'm just happy to carry on these the grand tradition of sports writers on your panels, as you know, your shows constantly... Oh, wait, I'm the only one that's ever appeared. There's you and, uh, uh, you know, Bill Simmons was on once. Uh, it counts. Yeah, sure, he's a sports writer. And uh, that's it, probably. You're right. Yeah, you're right, yeah. So I'm top two. But so that means you're going to get to go first tonight, so let's go ahead and meet Greg Wyshynski, everybody. All right. So I'm playing for Indy Adam Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. And that's your picture, I believe, Doug. That is a uh, version of me as Indiana Jones. Which, that's right. Uh, there you go. Been in, you know, Tom Selleck didn't work out. Harrison Ford was also a problem. I could have stepped right in there. And for the prize bag tonight, Doug Benson. I uh, bought a copy of my new book. It's called, oh, thanks. It's called Take Your Eye Off the Puck. It's a book about, you know, it's for new fans and old fans, and there's a whole chapter about how goalies are psychopathic masochists. So it's, if you're into that kind of thing, you know, it's pretty good. But more importantly, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the podcast and a huge fan of when people bring actual films for the prize bag. So I bought, if Sudden Death with Jean-Claude Van Damme is the best hockey movie of all time, I think this one is the second best hockey movie of all time, and that would be... MVP, Most Valuable Primate. Oh, wow. The movie in which a monkey plays hockey. Great film. You know, uh, film. fun fact, Doug, fun fact. Pass it uh, down while uh, you share that fact. Fun fact. Uh, Air Bud was originally supposed to be called MVP for Most Valuable Pooch, but they went with Air Bud instead, clearing the way for Most Valuable Primate. And uh, if this movie whets your appetite for more films uh, with uh, primates playing sports, there are two sequels uh, to this film. That's right. Yeah. Please, please watch the complete primate trilogy. Thanks a lot, nerd. Most extreme primate. Most extreme primate? Most does extreme do primate. Does he, does he radical skateboard on it? Yep. No, he I'm radical sure he uh, snowboards uh, downhills. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uphill snowboarding's the trickiest. <laughs> it's a lot of hopping. <laughs> I'm glad you cleared up the take your eye off the puck was about hockey. I thought it was an uh, analysis of Shakespeare's Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> Or bike messengers from the real world. Anyone over the age of 35? Oh, well, right that's now? a reference. 
All right, so we know who you're playing for. We know what you brought for the prize bag. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start with you. You get to pick the first category. I'm going to let people pick categories for a while, but if things get draggy, I'm going to uh, pick categories for you guys. I'm uh, so fucked up about this not being reverse Malton, by the way. It's been a year of prep for reverse Malton, and now we're back to OG. Well, we'll have you on a regular show sometime, because that's what we mostly do now, but uh, I think you'll be all right. I hope so. I think you'll snap right back uh, into it, and you're going to be in good shape. Which category would you like, Greg? Uh, Oh, and also when we get down to five players, that's when we'll start reversing the order. But for now, we'll go (laughs) clockwise. And so that means that uh, Carmen in the front row will be next. Yeah, get ready. Get ready for it. We'll meet you in a second. Uh, Greg gets to pick between Valentine's Dre. Romantic movies that have a hip hop artist in them. <laughs> Sean John one one six six wants uh, us to do "There Will Be Flood," and that's movies where there is indeed a flood. <laughs> and and at Movie Lodge came up with Raspberry Buffet. And that's winners of the Golden Globe Raspberry for... I mean, the Golden Raspberry. (laughs) The Golden Globe doesn't have a raspberry category. Uh, Winners of Golden Raspberry for Worst Picture. Which one of those would you like to play, Greg? We'll, uh, in honor of uh, Elliot Kalen from the Flophouse, we'll go with the Golden Raspberry for Worst Picture. Okay. Uh, All right, so I got a few choices for you. The Worst Picture, according to the Razzies... From 1997, 2004, or 2009? Let's go 2004. Okay. Uh, One and a half stars from Leonard for this movie uh, that won the Razzie. (laughs) Leonard agrees, kind of. I mean, one and a half stars is uh, that's not that's not too terrible. But he says it's non it has a nonsensical story concept is illogical in the extreme, sets up impossible relationships, and gives us a heroine who's scarcely worth rooting for. And then he lists eight names. How many names from this movie, will it, reading from the bottom up, will it take you to discern the title? Going to have to go with all eight. You're taking, you're taking all the names? Yes. Strong opening bid. Let's meet Carmen Lynch, everybody. Oh, hi. 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 Who are you playing for, Carmen? I'm playing for Karate Chris. That's nice. Come on. Really did a great job of putting the word Chris <laughs> over the word kid. You're Mr. Uh, you're Mr. Me. Oh no, you are Danielle son. I thought you were oh, Mr. Okay. Miyagi, but you're, right. you're Daniel. That's me, really. Yeah, it's taped on there. It's not even really worked on that much. Oh, okay. And there is no secret note in the back. I know I'm supposed to have something in the back. Yeah, if it's, there's supposed to be a shithead on the back, but if there isn't, uh, if if you don't win tonight, then that person doesn't get a shithead set because they blew it. Good job, Karate. We're gonna have plenty of shitheads. At- at the end of this show, I don't mind a few, a few that fell by the wayside. Um, <laughs> no, I like the name. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
And what'd you bring for the prize bag? Oh, uh, oh, I didn't really have much time. I brought like t-shirts that I uh, had left over from road work stuff. What does that mean? <laughs> t-shirts so, like, that you sell? Yeah, but like some of them are old. Like uh, I'll put dumb quotes on them. You know, like like you know, like love, like you've never been hurt, shit like that. I put eat like nobody's watching. <laughs> I put dance like you don't need the money. <laughs> um, so I have those. Well, if somebody got both and wore them on successive days, they get a bigger laugh the second day. See, I did that in that order on purpose. And then I found a Star Wars candy holder. Oh, that's perfect for this. So uh, that's, uh, that's for someone. It's probably not going to be yeah, Chris. <laughs> pass that junk down here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> pass that on down. And Carmen? Yes. Uh, what's, your, uh, what's your bid? Uh. Do you want to bid less or do you want to challenge Greg? He, he get all eight names, which is uh, quite a few. If I challenge him, I save myself, right? No, you'll, get, you'll lose if he can actually name oh. it after hearing eight names. That's a lot of names. Oh, then I guess I have to go for seven. Okay. That's, that's going to be her bid, everybody. Shut up. <laughs> Let's say hi to Trey Galleon, everyone. He's sitting next to Carmen. Hey, everyone. Uh, Trey's so. my friend from, uh, we met in Austin, and now he lives here in uh, New York City and is available for children's uh, events. Keep it Brooklyn weird, man. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> the kids hate a gent- uh, new gentrified Brooklyn. They like the old character. Yeah, man. <laughs> Jesse grabbing a mic from professionals. <laughs> Stepping up. Stone semi-drunk professionals. Yeah. But still, man. Uh, what did you bring for the prize bag, Trey? I brought a copy of my CD, uh, The Moronic, which is available at all the fine outlets. Um, a half a thing of bamboos. Yep, a half a package of bamboo papers. Woo! And then uh, last time I went down to Philly, we went shooting guns. And so I brought the target from our gun shooting outing in Philly. Well, let me see. What is it? That is so weird. Yeah. Look at at how many times he shot the child. Look, man. I don't know that fucking kid, man, all right? I don't know what he's up to after I took care of the guy with the gun. Then you go after the weird kid and lady. Also, shouldn't it be a thousand points for just shooting the gun itself? Instead, you get more points for murder. Yeah, man. Nobody came out and high-fived me or anything. And I hit the gun a lot, you got. I'm good with guns. What can I say? That's not real popular nowadays, I know. I'll just be quiet. From 20 yards, though, all right? Okay, so that's it. You practically... It's like you brought a name tag, but you're playing for someone else. Right. Oh, and then everybody signed it. Did I mention that already? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Three people cared that everyone signed it. (laughs) More people signed it than cared about it. Hey, man. 
I didn't book the The winner's going to get something right? from each of us, regardless. <laughs> something. Thank you very much, Trey. And uh, what's your... Uh, Who am I playing for? Yeah. I'm playing for K. What's this? Describe the... Oh, is it donuts? It's a cook. No, it's a cookie, but it's in a donut box. So I think that qualifies that we could throw it. Yeah. You're gonna just break off piece. Oh no. (laughs) Was that? Were we not supposed to do that? They didn't even have a chance to put their plastic tarps up, Trey. (laughs) Oh, were you supposed to yell that? So it's full on. Yeah, just get in there. It's very donutty. Yeah, yeah. If anything's try to, in the try do- to throw some in Amy Adams' mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Get yeah, Get that yeah. mouth. Oh! Yes! Anybody else want to throw? Oh. No, what, somebody got that mouth right away. Mission That's accomplished. Awesome. Rob Cantrell, everybody. But first, Trey has to bid. Oh, no. I'm not bidding, man. I'm getting Carmen to name this shit. Oh, it's personal. She knocked me off last year, so back at you. All right. This could be interesting. <laughs> I mean, it is interesting. I just, I just want to know, I want to note that I, I had the first elimination last year. I knocked out John Hodgman. So if I go out now, I think that's, that's penance really, for having done that. Well, there's no chance for you to go out right now, so. (laughs) So just relax back there. And keep your eye on the puck. We need, I'm going to give you seven names from a movie from 2004, Carmen. One and a half stars from Leonard. It won the Golden Razzie like it won the worst movie of the year award from the Razzies uh, for 2004. And uh, the clues were that it's a nonsensical story concept, illogical in the extreme, sets up impossible relationships, and gives us a heroine who's scarcely worth rooting for. <laughs> Scathing. And your seven names are Byron Mann, Michael... <laughs> Michael Massey, Alex Borstein, Francis Conroy, Lambert Wilson, Sharon Stone, Benjamin Bratt, and one name remains. What is the name of the film, Carmen? Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone? Uh-huh. Sharon Stone is third build. Benjamin Bratt above her. One person remains, and the film is called... Damn, I thought it was Showgirls for a while. Mm. But uh, it's not that one she made when she showed her thing. Because that was... uh, Uh, First of all, who? Oh, I don't oh, know. Oh, Carmen, are you going to feel mad about this experience if you go home right I away? I feel like I should have had you name the movie. The mean Catwoman? <laughs> was it Catwoman? No, that was, what's, oh. 
It was Catwoman. But you weren't going to guess that ever, right? Huh? You would never have guessed that. <laughs> no, I was, I was sexist. I was looking for a guy as the lead. That was bad. I wasn't thinking it was... Uh, what's her face? Yeah. Catwoman. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. I hate I'm to so leave. sorry this happened to you. Oh. You're such Thanks, a delight Trey. to have around. Just leave and then come Let's back get, as um, Pete Davidson. Pass over your name tag, and uh, let's also get a plug. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. We're reaving. That's not the cue to do that. Uh, She gets to do a plug. She gets to plug something she's got going on coming up. Yeah, yeah. Like anything, I'm in Detroit this weekend. (laughs) You can do better. You can do better than that. Do a bigger, uh, you know, what's your Twitter handle? At Lynch Carmen. Lynch Carmen. L Y N C H. So I had to be Lynch Carmen. Yeah. So look for That's Lynch it. Carmen on Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. Thank Carmen you. Lynch. Yeah, that's that's where that's gonna come in. But I love their enthusiasm for it. You know, when you have a cannon ready to go, it's kind of exciting to be able to do it. Get an itchy trigger finger. All right, one spoiled bratty child gone. Felt so Ten good beautiful, knocking her out. Beautiful, wonderful children left, if I may paraphrase Willy Wonka. Um, all right, so let's meet Rob Cantrell, everybody. All right. Good to be here. How are you, Doug? Oh, I'm doing great. This is su- super fun so far. So far, so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Really mad at Greg Wisniewski for yelling out the answer before. It's very rude. Throwing the cake. Um, that was fun. I'm going to put him in the penalty box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rob, you won last year. Of course, your favorite for this year. Who is your lucky person that you're playing for? Um, I'm sit- playing for Paul. And he uh, made a Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. I think you should put Stay- that on. Yeah, I'll put this on. Does it fit over your hair? Does it fit over your white fro? Oh, look at that. Wow, that's like, it's like if the clan, it's like a cuter version of the clan. Yeah. yeah it's a this little- guy is the whitest guy in the world. He's just made of sugar. Now go out there and amble down the street. Uh, Just did like that look the creepy? Film. Yeah, it looked kind of like a hood. <laughs> also, when, that, when the hat came up, it was packed. Inside of it was packed with a barrel, a barrel pillow, which I've never seen before. Could you hold up the barrel pillow for a second? Yeah, this is Paul's the barrel pillow. I'm, I'm sure a- he's humped it a few times. Uh, but, that's uh, a cool pillow. It is a nice pillow. I did want to take I mean, a nap you're giving that up. That. That's you, that's, you must be a millionaire. Yep. You're not necessarily giving it up. You could, could get it back. Yeah, but for, he's got not. I'm taking it. Yeah, it's a good pillow. You're right. <laughs> yeah, you so would, I'm playing yeah, for Paul. Right. Okay, and what'd you bring for the prize bag? Uh, my, my hip hop CD. It's called Dreams Never Die, and the track I'm really obsessed with right now is called. Uh, it's called. Uh, I listen to my own shit. I love my own shit. 
This, this track is called Breakdance War, and it's about apocalyptic breakdance battle. And the whole world is saved by breakdancers. And this one female breakdancer wins it all. And she's the best breakdancer ever. Because breakdancing will save the universe. Oh, that's And that's what song? that song's about. So check it out. It's called Dreams Never Die. And on the cover is a pelican with laser beams coming out of his eyes. And you can listen to it on Spotify. And I'll make two cents. And uh, so please, thank you. Pass that shit down. And um, I love it. Pass it around. And it's going in the bag. And Rob gets to pick the first category in this next round. And we're coming to you, Ramon. Uh, Rob, do you want... Go Bananas, that's movies that have the word apes in the title. And let me give you an example. Um, yeah, I, that, pro- that needs illustration. How, how yeah. we can't conceive of that? What? Because, okay, I won't give you an example then. Yeah. Well, but you mean like the truncated word it. ape could be in there like eating Gilbert Grape, right? Would yeah, if it was called eating Gilbert Grapes. Oh. <laughs> Should be a better title anyway. Because it's got apes in the title. That's the sequel. Or Fast Batch Cumberbender, which is movies with Michael uh, Fastbender or Benedict Cumberbatch. Fast Batch Cumberbender. Uh, or finally, at Web Monkey Dave suggested points, and that's movies with the word midnight in the title. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go with points. Let's go with All points. All right. I, I, Crowd favorite. I'm, uh, yeah, I love this, this show. This movie is from 1980. Uh, Leonard calls it a bomb. He says it's an idiotic comedy, and it's nothing to stay up for, which is an interesting, you know, what if you're at a matinee? Uh, he says it's nothing to stay up for, and uh, he lists... Uh, Six people, six people, merely six people. Uh, so, how many names do you think you'd need, Rob, to uh, figure this one out? I would say uh, five. It's going to take five names. Let's meet our next contestant, first-time guest on the show. Yeah, it's Ramon Rivas the second. Everybody, Hello. you know I like to use a full title. What's your middle name, Ramon? I don't have one. Oh, okay. So they went nuts with the, the second part. Yeah. And I said, Let's, we don't need a middle name because no. he's Ramon Rivas the second. Second in a series of two. Yeah. <laughs> and where, where are you living now? You live here? No, I still live in Cleveland. Oh, you're a Cle- so we met in Cleveland. Yeah, we smoke weed on a We've roof. We've been on a roof. We spent some time on a roof together. And, uh, and so you're just visiting uh, New York while you're on tour? Uh, yeah, I got selected uh, for the New York Comedy Festival as a comic to watch for this year. Uh, and thank you. Uh, and, then, uh, and then you asked me to do this, so I just slept on couches the rest of the month. Uh, <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, but I've been doing shit. I did Seth's show. I did, I did a bunch of stuff around town, so it was super cool. What have you uh, brought for us tonight for the prize bag? Um, I brought three things. I brought two joints uh, because I didn't have anything, like, physically with me. Uh, 
And then, uh, and then I do a comedy festival in Cleveland called Accidental Comedy Fest. And if you come to Cleveland, you can have a pass to go to. How, so they just have to write you on Twitter or something? Well, I have, I have, a, I have a bracelet in my bag that will just get like, oh, okay. a little So if you want to come All to right. Cleveland. Well, I don't generally give weed to people, but. Uh... It's tobacco. It's tobacco. Yeah, it's, it's from you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just touched it to verify its, its realness because I'm a drug dug. <laughs> and what, who are you playing for? Uh, I'm playing for Kadian. She made this big alien. Oh, head. Katie. And then it's, Kay- yeah, it's a stretch. Uh, but it's like, instead of alien, it's Katie. But this is like fucking crafty as shit. That's so awesome. It's, it's really beautiful. I love that thing. And then like the clip on the inside looks like the little alien that comes out. Like yeah. it's very next level design. She, I don't know how she does this shit. And it also, and, uh, it also does look a, like a very hungry black cock. Yeah. <laughs> little gray ball sack on the bottom. It does. We know, we know what kind of porn she likes. Well, Ramon, I think you did the best at picking a name tag and at uh, selecting items for the gift bag. Uh, so congratulations on that. But Thank we you. do have to... Uh, you're in a situation here. All right. So uh, Rob bid five names. Do you think you can uh, do it in less, or do you need to challenge Rob to uh, name the film? Uh, I can... He said five? Yeah, he went five. Uh, in 1980, with a midnight in the title... Uh, I will challenge Rob. Okay. <laughs> Happens to the best of them. He went all the way last time. Now he's down to this. Five names. The movie's a bomb. It's from 1980. Leonard calls it an idiotic comedy. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, nothing to stay up for. <laughs> A nap is better, according to Leonard. And your five names are Stephen First, Maggie Roswell, Brad Wilkin, Eddie Deason, and Deborah Klinger. Oh, Not yeah. Winger. Oh, her. Klinger, the great that, Deborah Klinger. Oh, obvious. Great it's Deborah obvious. What do you her. think, Rob? You have any idea? Uh, it's a tough one, it's I gotta say. It's 1980. It's a comedy. It's yep. midnight. It's in the titles somewhere. Yep. Yeah. I was, so it's, uh, shit. Midnight Cowboy? Oh. So I know that's guy in the audience comedy. agrees with that That answer. was the only Midnight movie I knew. That and uh, Midnight Run. Midnight Those- Cowboy is like a best picture nomin like... <laughs> Idiotic comedy. They, they, maybe they did. They go to a, bed instead of watching Midnight Cowboy. I'm gonna say that's not a bad guess because maybe they did like a TV movie remake of Midnight Cowboy in 1980. But, but maybe it was like TV Led Zeppelin, man. Show. They didn't get it the first time around. You know, All Led right, Zeppelin's well, first album got no stars in Rolling Stone. I thought maybe it was something like that. But uh, you know, at least you went out in a blaze of glory. You had great I, arguments. I had a lot of fun. You had a lot of yeah. You had a lot of fun. 
was a good scene back there in the dressing room. I threw some room. cake. If you don't mind waiting I around, we'll, we'll get high again after. Does this, I I, I does this prove that you could be a grand winner by chance? Yes. Yeah. It could happen. Rob was very strategic last year, but the film in this case is called Midnight Madness. Oh, Midnight shit. Madness, the film debut, I think, of Michael J. Fox, but he didn't make the cut on that list. Uh, Want to plug something, Rob, before you go? Uh, yeah, just check out my album, Dreams Never Die. I'm doing uh, ASCAT next week at the UCB on Sunday. So I'm psyched about that. I'm proud of that. I'm doing an Alzheimer's benefit at the With Hotel on the 15th. So check out my calendar, robcantrell.com. Thank you, Doug. Ladies and gentlemen, you, Doug. Rob Cantrell. Peace. Vindicated. I feel like I'm vindicated some, somehow in that. Where's his name tag? Pass his name tag down here. Oh, it's that thing? Does it have a shithead on it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Kurt, uh, it's got a note on it. Kurt stole the pillow part. Oh, the notes on there. Damn oh, damn it. It felt used. <laughs> it felt used. Like, only in the way that flannel things can feel, like, fucking weirdly used. Did it feel, did it feel wet? It, it, like, yeah, because flannel, after, after, like, ten years, flannel's just like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I'm just, like, moss on your bed. <laughs> what? Yeah, take it, flannel lovers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say hi to Seth Herzog. Hi, everybody. Thank you. Very excited to be back. It's great to have you back. I'm, I, I'm, I got a. Both nips are on fire. I'm so psyched to be here. Yeah. You get to pick the uh, next category. Yes. I'm, I'm, and then I'm we're gonna to go to. Uh, gonna go to Kurt. And, yeah. Uh, I took the note off of the uh, pillow, Kurt. So there you cheers, go. Cheers to hold on to. It does, I didn't like feeling it for the short time I had it in my hands. <laughs> yeah. It's lumpy and wet, but you could, it, it, you'll be nice if you just cut a little hole in there, Kurt. Yeah. Whoa, that's weird for you guys? We didn't pay to watch no pillow fuckers. <laughs> I don't know why I gave you guys that accent. There's- no shit, I think cocaine on it. <laughs> Is that your cocaine pillow? Ah! It's a low-grade Coke. It's a low-grade. <laughs> that was yeah, that was nasty. All right, Seth. I feel like I'm gonna win now. That was some good luck dust. It's all how you put it there. <laughs> Quickly, before Seth's nose starts bleeding and he passes out. <laughs> oh, I should say I'm, I'm playing for Tim. Oh, there's that giant Tim Curry head. Giant Tim Curry head. Who doesn't like giant Tim Curry head? I'm very partial to Tim Curry, and I love the Tim Curry head, and the guy's name is Tim. So there you go. And I think he's, he's very sick, too. What? So in honor of Tim, yeah. He had a stroke a few years he ago. He had a yeah. stroke, yeah, yeah. Oh, Tim Curry. Yeah. Okay. Not, not the Tim who I'm playing for. I thought you were trying to play that Tim is dying in <laughs> yeah, the audience. Yeah. We really need Tim when to I win, guys. When I got this name tag from him, he looked no. very sick. He could barely yeah. hold up this giant Tim Curry head. Uh, all right, and then uh, <laughs> what'd you bring for the prize bag? Oh, I, I'm, I know everyone is going to be very excited about this. It's the full season of the Star's original series, Survivor's Remorse. 
Does anyone know what that is? Is that like Holocaust no, this is Survivor? a fake, a fake no, you show. Think Holocaust Survivor it's not real. Right? It's a wacky comedy about basketball players. What? <laughs> yeah, this is a wacky comedy about basketball players, and there are quotes. People love this thing. Um, the New York Times said Survivor's Remorse is a mordant and very funny, not suitable for sensitive or humorless audiences. Yeah, comedy is terrible for humorless people. Uh, the Washington Post said screamingly funny. The cast is terrific. TV Guide, and we all watch everything from TV Guide. Uh, disarming winner. Bracingly timely. Those are two adjectives that don't go well together, hence the job at TV Guide. Are you running, your, are you running your next set by us I right am, now? I am. I would, except for the fact that I'm going give to this, give this up. Wall Street Journal said, <laughs> a rare thing in television, a wholly unexpected pleasure, which I guess would Kurt think about that pillow. You Right now, you are forcing us to read more of this than anybody has ever read that's owned that particular thing in your hand, and that's, has so that's read it. So less of those quotes. So it's the full series of Survivors Thank you very much stars. for that. That's terrific. What else did you... <laughs> that's all you guys are getting. <laughs> Doug doesn't want to deal with it. It's a wonderful item. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Second place last year. Your foe, your first place competitor last year is already gone. Yeah. You must feel great about that. I feel awesome about that. Yeah. You've been vindicated. I'm wondering what song of his own he's going to be obsessed with next year. <laughs> we'll see. Might not get invited back. You know, we only bring back the, we only bring back the top players. Uh, you get to pick categories. Okay. Seth. You get to choose between uh, F. Byhop suggested Five Not Alive, and that's the films of John Cazale, because he was in five noteworthy films and is no longer alive. I like where he went with that. Yep. Okay. It's a it's a sad one because he was a great actor, but he was great in everything he was in. He's yeah. like the he had, he's probably the most perfect actor of all time. He's the I think he's the only actor whose entire filmography is Best Picture nominees. Yeah. Or best yeah. Picture exactly. Winners, yeah. Knocked out, well, and he yeah. was great in them. Got nominated for Oscars for most of his performances in them. Yeah. Uh, so tribute to him. This category is not going to get picked. Uh, <laughs> Lau Grith, G-R-I-T-H, suggested Ant-Man, and, but he spelled Ant, A-U-N-T. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so believe it or not, Kurt, this is films about cross-dressing. Films about films cross-dressing. That include cross-dressing. I shouldn't say about cross-dressing, because aren't they all? And finally, S. Dwyer 731 suggested My Scythe, and... That's movies that have the Grim Reaper in them. <laughs> so which one of those would you like to play, Seth? Uh, as much as the uh, John Cazale uh, sounds really interesting, I'm going to go with the cross That's how you say his name, Cazale? Cazale, yeah. Okay, I don't think so. It's the whimsical pronunciation, yeah. you know. What's that? It's the whimsical pronunciation. Yeah, well, how do you pronounce it, Jesse? Oh, Cazale. Cazal? You know, are you sure it's Cazal? I think it's uh, Cazale. You, you, oh, really? you say the, he's uh, Italian. Oh, yeah. You say the I, at the end, right? I say it Cazales. <laughs> but there's no S at the end. Well, he's a diamond. Oh, he's Italian? <laughs> <laughs> I just wish we could ask De Niro. He probably knows. Robert De Niro. I'm All right. Which one do you want? The cross-dressing. Cross-dressing. Okay. 
Woo-hoo. Yeah, let's get for cross-dressing. Exciting. Right? Everyone's into that. A lot of CDers up there, right? Yeah. Uh, one and a half stars from Leonard for this movie that has cross-dressing in it. Uh, he says that it's uh, incredibly tiresome. <laughs> and he says someone in an unbilled cameo provides... Oh, shit. Provides easily the film's funniest moments are provided by someone in an unbilled cameo. I'm not going to say who, because I think that might be too much of a clue. And Leonard lists a few names. He lists uh, four, six, nine, (laughs) 13 names. Can you give me a year on that? 13 names. Yes, of course. The year is 1995. 13 names. How many names do you think it'll take to get this cross-dressing movie? I'm going to name it in uh, how many total? 13? 13 names. I'll do six. Six names, he says, as we introduce. He's spoken on the mic a few times this evening, (laughs) but let's interview him for a second. It's Kurt Braunohler, everybody. Great to be here, Doug. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Always, you always light up the room, and so does your sign tonight. Uh, it's giant. It's you. You wrote. You picked a big light up sign. It's like a metaphor for you. <laughs> and uh, what is it? Uh, I'm playing for Ted, and this is the Royal Ted and Bombs. And it's a uh, beautiful poster from the movie Royal Tannenbaums where Ted has taken different ages of his life and photoshopped them over everyone's head other than, uh, other than uh, a few Owen characters. Wilson. Owen Wilson and an owl. Uh, for the kids. And a dog. Uh, for the kids, is it like him as a little kid? It's not Morgan Freeman. It's Danny Glover. <laughs> Boom. Danny Glover. The reason I didn't name it was fear of getting it wrong. (laughs) All black actors matter, guys. (laughs) Excited to play for him. He did a great job. All right, and uh, what was the other question I'm supposed to ask you? What did I bring for everybody? Mm -hmm. Uh, I just came from New Jersey, and so I brought... Thank you very much, guys. Uh, and I brought a bunch of um, specialties. Uh, New Jersey's known for its smoked meat, and, uh, and so I wanted to bring a few. I got this one. This is the original uh, beef stick. Uh, so there's one of those. There we go. Uh, I also have, um, I have the Jack Link's original beef stick. Uh, didn't want to leave out. Southern New Jersey gets left out all the time. The pineys and whatnot. So I got a uh, supersize uh, beef stick. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, what are you going to say? Trenton. Trenton doesn't get represented. A beef stick for Trenton. And, uh, and then just some um, jerky uh, dip. Which is uh, jerky that you dip. You put it in your... It's in a oh, d- dip box. Ew. You can listen... That proves I grew up in, Jer- in Jersey that I can pack dip. Uh, and it all comes in a ceremonial tourist bag from Jersey from Quick Check. Okay. 
a lot of sticks. It's a ton of sticks, bro. Yeah. Well done. All right. Uh, the bid currently mm-hmm. is, uh, he said, six names. And what is the 13. Cate- what is the category again? The category is cross-dressing. One and a half stars from Leonard. 1995. Incredibly tiresome. Cameo's the funniest part. I don't know what people in the audience are saying. Oh, sorry. What was it doing? It, it shines in their face. Oh, put it back. I mean, look, it's pretty bright. It's so horrible, yeah. yeah. And it's also such a wide swath of the audience. It really is wow, horrible. it really is. Could you find some Nazis? <laughs> it is. It's like you're all on a prison break, yeah. and you don't know how to do it right. You've all sat down, <laughs> and the pigs, they're all just there. I mean, that's the best way to do it. You freak them out enough. They're dumb. They're guards, you know? Okay. I, I was right. I said you'd light up a room, and you were shining it right in their eyes. Um, so, uh, yeah, so six names out of 13, he says, uh, on this cross-dressing movie from 1995. Can you go less names, or do you want to challenge Mr. Herzog? Uh, I'll challenge him. All right. The challenge is on. One of these two gentlemen He was not happy home. about that choice, I could tell. I know, because I have a feeling it's one movie, but... It's literally the only movie I know that's cross-dressing. <laughs> so that's my brain always does that, and it's always right. wrong. All right. We'll see what happens. Uh, if I put money on people, I would bet on Seth right now. Then that would be the right bet. Two fans. Thank you very much. Here's the six names. Third. <laughs> Here's the six names. Yeah. And audience, don't, don't shriek too much when you figure out the name of this movie. Your six names from the bottom of 13 are Julie Newmar. <laughs> Quentin Crisp. Naomi Campbell. RuPaul. Beth Grant. And Blythe Danner. What's the name of the movie? Tu Wong Fu, my friends. Full title. Full title. Yeah, full title, please. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Another technicality. <laughs> Tu uh, Wong Fu, thanks for everything. Julie Newmar? That's correct. <laughs> my nips are erect! I, uh... Did you guys see the, uh, the sequel, Tu Wong Fu and Thanks for All the Fish? <laughs> I'm out! On that. What are your plugs, Kurt Brown? My plugs, uh, my plugs are uh, my hour is coming out uh, on Comedy Central next year. Yes! And uh, listen to my podcast. It's called The K-Hole. And uh, I, I blindfold people and I drive them places and then we talk about a lot of different other stuff. All right, thank you very much. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, Kurt Braunohler. Yeah, Kurt. Good job, buddy. Who, who, who did this belong to? You might as well come get it right now. So we stop shining it on people's faces. Great job, dude. All right. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it off. Someone, a lot of people said no. <laughs> Women, too. 
distracting. I just feel like if you take your shirt off, it's off the whole night. It's a total power move. <laughs> the, the, the light is shining off your pale skin. I feel like you're all getting a tan off how pale I am right, right, right now. Hey, Karate Chris. Take my pants off? Fine. Uh, Next ask. time I get one right. He will do it. Pants Next off. time he gets one right, his pants are coming off. Something for you yeah. guys to look forward to. Suffer through that. Chris, you, this doesn't have a shit on the back, does it? Am I missing it, Chris? It doesn't? Can you put one on there for me? I, wa- I want you to get a shithead at the end. Here, here, here. <laughs> Make it happen, you guys. And while you do that, I'm going to do this. Let's meet our next contestant, Doogie Horner. Thank you. Thank you, Doug. Great to be here. Uh, thank you for coming, and uh, what have you been up to? What's going on? You've been hanging out here patiently. I'll give you a chance to talk for a second. Thank you. Uh, my wife and I... What did you bring for the prize bag? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares what I've been up Everybody to? Everybody thought I was going to say, my wife! <laughs> uh, what what'd you and your wife do? No, no, forget about it. It's okay. I mean, I guarantee you I'll forget about it, but I'd like to hear about it first. We went to a 24-hour horror movie marathon in Philly that Exhumed Films does every year. Just was, uh, awesome. a bunch of different ones or sequels, or were they themed in any way other than horror? No, they don't tell you ahead of time what they're going to show. So it's, it's, some, it's some stuff you've seen before, like good movies like Near Dark, and then it's some horrible shit you've never heard of before, like Horror at Party Beach and... Uh, We're Gonna Eat You was really good. It was a cannibal kung fu film. Uh, they showed Godzilla 1985, and which is bad. But there's one great part. Right after Godzilla has risen from the sea, everybody in Japan is freaking out, and they, they cut to the scene with all these uh, government people, and they're freaking out. And somebody goes, hold on, hold on, hold on. Look, just because Godzilla has risen from the sea doesn't mean he's going to attack Tokyo. <laughs> Everyone's like, ah. Hey, could it just be one check out some check out the scene. <laughs> Maybe just he'll go to Cleveland. Yeah. Um, what do you got for the prize bag? I brought your book. My book. Some Love very, this book. Some very interesting cats. Perhaps you weren't aware of. Yeah. It's available where? Where can people get it? It's available all over the place. It's in the Barnes and Noble Power Aisle right now. I didn't know they had a power aisle, but they said, your book's in the power aisle. I said, oh, good. I think that's like the, the central aisle. So um, you can get it online, or it's even better if you can, you know, uh, go to your local bookstore like The Strand or um, wherever to support local businesses. Um, yeah. Doogie Horner, uh, what's your, who are you playing for? I am playing for Josh, Josh Rassic Park. It's a, it's a pretty crappy sign. And it was way in the back, and I, I always try to go for the, the crappy signs in the back, because I feel like that's what I would it's do. It's very nice of you. That would be me. Yeah, real people make crappy signs. <laughs> well, it looks like and his scissors late. were super dull. Like, it's, it's eight and a half by 11, but then he clipped it with, like, really dull scissors. <laughs> and he uses four pieces of tape to attach it to this cardboard, like, bare minimum effort. <laughs> 
Well, I, I like it, and especially the timing of it's interesting because you get to pick between three categories, and the first option is Jurassic World. Oh. And that's movies that had senior citizens in them. <laughs> who won a Golden Globe for their performance. Yeah. Jurassic oh. World. <laughs> Golden Globe. Oh, I Old see. Golden Globe, yeah. Uh, or Ghostbusters, and that's films where Patrick Swayze is arrested. <laughs> so dumb. And uh, Matthew McConaughey, which is Matthew McConaughey movies that have made over $100 million at the box office. Which one of those would you like? That's a tough doogie. That's a tough one. You can doogie it. I guess I'll go for Jurassic World since that's the most thematically appropriate. Okay. For my sign. Uh, 1989 is the year. Uh, Leonard calls this movie genteel, (laughs) entertaining, and he says it was a best Oscar winner for makeup. Oh. Yeah, and he lists five names, just five names. It's a lot of old people. I guess it's hard to get the makeup and all the cracks and all the nooks and crannies. That's why I won an Oscar. How many out of five do you think it'll take you? Five. He's taking all five, which is a smart move when well, you've got the really gentleman low. sitting next five's to you really. that you do. Well, yeah, he's like the best You're playing player. into. It's Jesse Pasternak, yeah. everybody. Thank you. Great to be back. Thank you. Uh, thanks for being here. How's school in Indiana going? Uh, it's going great. I'm taking a class that's devoted to- solely to Federico Fellini, so I have to watch one of his films every week, and it's just been wonderful. Well, I sure hope he comes up as a category tonight. <laughs> oh, no. Don't, don't yell at yet. my that other guests. child. Yeah. Someone arrest that priest. Put a spotlight on that guy. Guy's a child molester. Spotlight, the movie he was uh, most recently in. Yeah. That guy. (laughs) I love that song from E.T. Turn on your spotlight. Shine it on every priest rapist that you see. All right. Uh, Jesse, who are you playing for? Uh, I'm playing for uh, Devin. His poster is My Blue Devin. And Doug, you're Rick Moranis. Uh, it's the My Blue Heaven poster. And Devin, who looks a lot like Craig Kukowski, uh, is Steve Martin. Craig okay. Uh, That's a good one. Yep. You yeah. like that movie that he's based that on? Oh, I do. My Blue Heaven? I do, yeah. It's really great. And uh, they, uh, she interviewed the same guy. Uh, it's based on the same guy who did Goodfellas. So uh, Nora Ephron would interview him right after Nick Pileggi. So that's a uh, you know, fun fact. It is. That is a fun fact. Super fun. Uh, and what'd you bring for the prize bag? Well, today is Mandy Patinkin's birthday, so of I course it is. <laughs> That's I'd- why we're all here. Somewhere so- <laughs> over the rainbow. So- all right, go ahead. So I brought his best movie, The Princess Bride, which is. My name is Nico Mataya. I'm here to get you. That's not how it goes. Close. 
I need to slice your face off. No, that's not cut. No, that's not that's the not, line. That's you not say the, the same line. thing every time. Third yeah. time, Doug. Why are you ad libbing, Mandy? <laughs> and then the other you one. You came is, and you gave without taking. What? The last one is uh, today's Jonathan Swift's birthday, and I brought his uh, pamphlet, A Modest Proposal, which says that. Which says that uh, the people of Ireland should sell their babies to the British uh, for food. Thank you. That is a modest proposal. Yeah. So if you ever wanted to read that, you know, it's here for you. And it was written by a guy in the 18th century. So that's good. So you know it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Sign it. Sign it, Jonathan Swift. (laughs) A modest proposal by Jesse Pasternak. Well, thank you for bringing all that stuff. And for picking a good name tag, and now you're in it to win it. Doogie says he needs all five names. What are you going to do about that? I'm going to say two. Two names. Well, this is a terrible thing to have to say hi to my favorite person on the panel. We're finally saying hello to you. Hi. It's Aparna and Sherla, everybody. She's been so patient. I have. I really have to pee, too. Really? Yeah. Well, as soon as you can take a break right after this. Yeah. I, I, I feel really good about it. It might be a permanent yeah. one. Yeah. But do you, uh, do you, uh, well, let's ask you first who you're playing for. I'm playing for Alex and the City. <laughs> a, a fun like- pun for a pun-driven movie. Is Alex a dude or a girl? He's a dude. He's a man. I was going to go with the Alex Wears Prada. Yeah. No, he did, he did the tagline, too. It says, get Alexed away. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I think, it, I think the original was get carried away. Oh, now he's going to get Alexed away. It adds up. Yeah. Yeah. Do a little digging. It made sense. All right. Uh, and what did you bring for the prize bag? Um, I brought some real game changers here. Uh, I brought a painting of a buffalo. It's very nice. Called Roaming by the John Hammer, signed. If you don't know, I'm sorry. Uh I'm not going to explain it. And then I brought uh, a sarong, unworn. I'm not going to name which country it's from because I don't support that kind of labor. Uh, and, and then I have a three-day guest pass to Crunch. Yeah. And two uh, frozen yogurt, buy one, get one free, 16 handles. Yay. Yeah. Yogurt so and working a little, out. A date night for yourself. <laughs> well, I feel terrible that uh, came down to this. That I know, uh, you're but, going you up know, against Jesse. You can't fight fate. I should have told you ahead of time. Don't sit next to Jesse. Uh, but uh, he says he can name this movie with only two names. Uh, he seems pretty confident. If you have an idea what this movie is, you could bid less names. But I don't. I don't know if you're feeling it at this point. I don't, I, the cat, I, I already forgot the category, um, but let's, I, let's recap it all. It's yeah. a senior citizen was in this movie and yeah. won a uh, golden globe for their efforts. 
Uh, it also won an Oscar for makeup. And uh, Leonard gave it three stars from 1989. And he calls it genteel and entertaining. And he listed five names. Jesse says he can do it with two names. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess I'll say one. All right. She's saying one name. That means she's sticking around for a second, but you, do you want to run to the restroom while we talk to Elliot? Uh, no, I feel good about okay. how long I'll be up here. Okay. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was going to be trash talking about me, and then it turned into the opposite of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from Flophouse Podcast, it's Elliot Kalin, everybody. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you for waiting it out. We're finally getting around to the uh, bottom of the order, as I, they say. I feel say. like I got, I got a free ticket to see the Doug Loves Movies show. <laughs> From like a weird onstage seat, like yeah. Spring Awakening or something. It's like where a, there's... It's, it's, uh, I'm at a production of Copenhagen, and I couldn't get the seats in the, in the actual audience. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you, um, of course, also write for a television program. I do not any longer, but I used but to. But you still should take a lot of credit for when you did. Oh, sure, yeah. 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 Uh, how many Emmys did you win personally? Uh, well, they're staff writing Emmys, so if you talk to the New York Times marriage announcement editors, none of them are admissible. But, really? Uh, I, w- I have... At the you time can't... For being on a staff that won for best writing, you don't, that doesn't count? They said that... I put it in, and they said, you didn't win those for individual achievements, so we're not going to list them. We will list that you played a character named Doodle Von Tainstein. So that was in the Times. <laughs> I would have made the same choice if it was down to those two, you know, so... But how many did you claim to have won? Uh, four. Yeah, there and, you go. Uh, and <laughs> and I, got, I got to give the speech this year. so that Yeah, time. that's right. You got to actually talk, and John Stewart stood in the back like a nobody. <laughs> yeah. I finally got to throw my weight around. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. And congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. And who are you playing for tonight? I am playing for Damien, specifically, or maybe it's pronounced Damien, Dam- Damien Omen 2, my second favorite of the Omen movies. <laughs> After... Omen 3. Interesting. Yeah. I love how many scenes there are in it of Sam Neill yelling at a crucifix. (laughs) (laughs) Just just It's like uh, the first Tim Burton Batman where the Joker spends a lot of time yelling at the TV about how Batman spoiled his crimes, except instead of the Joker, it's the Antichrist, who is also a senator, I think, or a presidential candidate or a president or something. And instead of Batman, it is the the Christ. So, you know, it's... (laughs) And then at the end, uh, the Antichrist <laughs> almost kills the newborn savior uh, until at the last minute he's stabbed with a bunch of magic knives and then God appears and fixes everything. And so the home, you're like, wait a minute, God. You let a lot of people run around the world collecting magic knives when you could have stepped in at any moment. <laughs> so anyway, that's the third movie, though. This is the second one. What happens to the magic knives? Magic knives, you mean like horcruxes? Uh... Kind of, I guess so. It's the same story. (laughs) Harry Potter's lifted from Omen 3? (laughs) I never put the the dots together until now, yeah. Uh, All right, so uh, uh, what was the other question? Um, Uh, The the bag. Yeah, what would you bring for the bag? Uh, I I got two questions I have to ask. I can't get through it. But this is the last time I have to do it. For now. It's holiday time, and the holidays for me mean... uh, (laughs) 
uh, gifts, I guess. And so I brought gifts for the gift bag. It was not as specific a segue as I thought it would be. Uh, uh, this, the, I have two entries today from the uh, things that used to be on my desk until I cleaned it today collection. Uh, these are two action figures. Uh, they were given to me by friends that I hope are not listening to this episode. Uh, the first is the Dawn of the Dead Hare Krishna zombie action figure. Nice. Solid action that figure. Nice. I'd keep it. I don't have room on my desk. And uh, the second is from the uh, 90s Fantastic Four animated show, The Human Torch. Uh, he has flame on, sparking action, and a catapult launcher, uh, which is the next best thing to being able to launch fire at your friends. Uh, and so these two characters have never met in canon stories, but now you can have your own intercompany crossover between Marvel and George Romero on your own table. Oh, here we go. Those are some nice, nice prizes. Thank you very much for bringing those. And uh, thank you to whoever takes them from me and uh, has opened up more space on my desk to work. <laughs> I think everything's going to fit in the bag. It's going to be heavy, but everything's going to fit. We got it all now, and we've gone through everybody. And Elliot finally gets to step up to the plate. Oof. Aparna has uh, bid one name. This film. I've got an Do you, idea. Can about you go it. zero or, 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 dare I say it, negative names? I think I would like to, purely because it would be such an inspiring moment if she pulled it through after this amazing challenge. It's something I think we'd all take away with us the rest of our lives. And it would be something we could cling to in moments of trial when we're not quite sure if we can do it. And then we remember, no, she did it, she made it happen. And I can't take away that moment of inspiration from, from people in the future. So I'm going to save my own skin and challenge. <laughs> okay, so you get one name. Yay. And uh, do you think you need the clues again, or are you good? I'm good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Your one name is Esther Roll. <laughs> Esther Roll. Prove the, the world the wrong. Esther the Esther Roll. Uh, well, I only... From I 1989. Okay. Uh, Old person won an Oscar. That's the key thing to keep in mind. Driving Miss Daisy. That is correct. See, she did it. She did it. Wow. It's a holiday miracle. Take off your shirt. Take off your shirt. <laughs> I don't have a shirt underneath. And you can Neither do I. But I don't. It's all bones under there. <laughs> you well, can double was, thank uh, me when that inspiring story is, an, is adapted for film. I yeah. Really, and you make I really, really should turn that into a movie. Period. That was <laughs> amazing. Uh, terrific job. Uh, <laughs> Elliot, anything you'd like to plug? Uh, we hardly knew ye. I lo- <laughs> oh, thanks, everybody. Well, uh, I've, enjo- I've really enjoyed being here, and uh, uh, this is, it's been great to spend so much time away from my family. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll drag you away from your family again very soon. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Elliot Kalin. Thank you. If I could, actually, if I could, 
What? If I, uh, I will just plug the Flophouse podcast, uh, which I should have done. Yeah, I mentioned it earlier. You mentioned it at the top. Every Flophouse. Flophouse oh. podcast. And, oh, I got one more thing. Okay, now I'm milking it. Uh, and uh, my l- limited series for Marvel, Spider-Man and the X-Men, continues to be uh, in a collected edition at bookstores where they sell collected editions of comic books. So please pick that up. Thank you. <laughs> we don't have an orchestra, so they just hit the cannon again. If your speech goes too long at the end. Um, and... Uh, Do you want to go ahead and uh, make water, Miss Daisy? (laughs) Seth, how's the temperature in here? It is cold as ever. (laughs) Can cut diamonds on these bad boys now. (laughs) Can you tell, Doogie? I can just see your back. Which, which is nice. Can by you the way. see my nips through my back because they're so hard right now? <laughs> your nipples are so hard, I can see them through your back. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, it's gross. It's gross. gross thing to say. Do you, want, right. the, do you want the fuck bag? No. Yeah, do you want it? I can't believe you guys are. Kurt forgot his Kurt fuck forgot bag. his fuck like, bag. Like, yeah. like it's, so, it's so gross. The thigh pillow. Gross! Oh, oh, and he put it between his thighs right away. <laughs> The Grinch Seth, dove Seth, away from that thing. Seth, Seth's had some cookie crumbs in his chest hair, and it's the sexiest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, They're cake crumbs, and it is very sexy. <laughs> Dear Gramercy Theater, may I have a Tito's and soda? Thank you very much in advance. Does anybody else need something to drink? You all good? Waters, waters maybe? Can we get some waters for Seth I've and Ramon. And... Uh, yeah, let's 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 move on. We go we go back. Don't change your uh, seating order, so we don't change the order. Uh, but we we're at back at Greg, back at the top of the order. And he gets to pick the next category, and then we'll come to you, Trey. All right. So be ready. Yeah. Uh, Greg, would you like a streetcar named Retire, <laughs> and that's people's last movies? No, they, I mean, yeah, I mean, retirement is sad, but in this case, they probably died. <laughs> uh, the World According to Arf, <laughs> and that's movies that are narrated by a dog. <laughs> and C underscore Mattel suggested Sour Diesel, Sour Diesel. And that's Vin Diesel movies that got two stars or less on, uh, uh, from Leonard. Thank you very much. Let's hear it for the staff here at the Gramercy. Yeah. Oh, my God. They brought, brought me two. That's even better. Thank you so much. That's how great they are around here. It's just people just running around. I'll probably get seven or eight of them when they're all done in the next couple of minutes. I'll take the other one, she says sassily in the front row. And I almost fell into that Donald Trump trap of, you know, doing her voice and being racist. He wasn't making fun of that guy having cerebral palsy when he went. He wasn't making fun of that guy at all. He was was making fun of his reporting skills. That was that was his argument. But yeah, I'll probably drink both of those. But thank you for offering. All right. You can have one. (laughs) Don't drive. (laughs) 
Uh, which one of those categories do you like? Let's go with uh, last movies. Last movies. All right. Uh, the depressing one. The one that made yes. everybody sad. 1981 is the year. Shit. Three, three stars from Leonard. Uh, he says that it's someone's last feature film. He also says about it that it was remade for television in 2001. Oh. And uh, he also calls it uh, sometimes simplistic. And he lists uh, only six names. How many take, names can you get it in? I'll take five, Doug. He says five names, Trey. <laughs> That's the new stall tactic, throwing candy at the crowd? <laughs> yep. Ramon's going to eat it. Um, name that movie. All right, All right. it's five names. Fuck. And then we say goodbye to Trey. Yeah. <laughs> Those five names are William Lanto, Dabney Coleman, Doug McKeon, Jane Fonda, and Henry Fonda in... Jane Fonda and Henry Fonda? Uh-huh. There were six names? Yeah, there's one more left that you don't get <laughs> is, from 1981. Is it on Golden Pond? It's on Golden Pond, <laughs> yes. Fuck! <laughs> you want to hang on to that, Trey, Ramon? Hey, man, you're out of here, dude. You lasted a lot longer this time. I know, so that was good. I'm That's happy about exciting. that. Baby steps. Yeah. Total and baby big steps. Greg knocked me out this time. Which and um, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, my you guys that live here in New York, my show at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City is word. That's what I'm saying. It's on Wednesday the ninth. I got Mike Lawrence, Kevin Barnett, Irene Morales, and me. And it's free. Fuck why? So show up. Yeah, me. Nice All, book it. Yeah. Well done. Uh, thanks. And, and then, um, yeah. yeah, and thanks huh? for being here. And follow him at T R E Y G A. Trey sucks at Trey oh, sucks Trey on sucks. Twitter, Trey and sucks. then Trey Galley Instagram on Instagram or whatever I happen to have. Just type in Trey Galleon. ladies and gentlemen. Instagram. Trey Galleon. Thanks, guys. See ya. I don't like that Trey just told me I'll see you in a little bit. <laughs> You're next, sucker. All right. Uh, Ramon, Ramon. Yes, sir. I can't pronounce your name correctly because I can't get the R rolling. But uh, most you white get people to pick. can't. <laughs> you get to pick between three categories. Uh, would you like? Um, where are we on this thing? I said good day. That's Daniel Day-Lewis movies that Leonard gave three stars or more because it was a good day. Passenger 50 Slevin. That's movies with Josh Hartnett or Wesley Snipes. Probably not both. And finally, 588-2300. 
movies that have actors from the TV show Empire. Uh, I will go uh, with the Daniel Day-Lewis one. All right. Three stars, Jim Leonard, for this Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh, I wouldn't call it a vehicle. I don't, I'm not going to say how big his part is. Uh, 1997 is the year. Uh, Leonard calls this movie powerful, son. Uh, he also says it's straightforward, which I recently learned is one word. Straightforward. <laughs> and he says it's stunningly filmed by Chris Menges. I hope that's how his name is pronounced. And he lists uh, eight names. I'll go all eight. How many, he said, Ramon Rivas II takes all eight names. Seth Herzog. Yeah. <laughs> he wants all of them. I know he wants all of them. I, I'll, you're going to give him all of them? No, or I'll do it in seven. seven I'll or? do it in seven. He says seven, yeah. Doogie. Doogie Horner has uh, to go less than seven or challenge Seth. Uh, Seth's too good. I can't. I think he'll get it in seven. <laughs> By the way, Seth, can I borrow $20? <laughs> I'll go six. Whoa. Don't Going move. into Jesse Pasternak. Cool. This um, is interesting. I like him a lot, uh, Dan Day Lewis. Uh, I'm gonna go five. Whoa, Aparna. Jesse says five names. I think I know what's about to happen. I'll go four. What? <laughs> Greg Wyshynski, Aparna, and Cheryla says four names. Second. So Try to name it, or I could try to perpetuate your run in this game. What oh. run? <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, put, I'll put it on you. I'll say name it. All right. <laughs> How many was it? Four. Uh, you could have said more. You, you could have tricked me. All right, you get four names. Reading from the bottom, uh, the category, of course, is uh, movies where uh, uh, either Josh Hartnett or Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Leonard Maltin gives it three stars or more, so he gave this one three stars, and it's uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, 1997. Uh, stunningly filmed and powerful and straightforward. And the four names are Kenneth Cranham, <laughs> Siren Fitzgerald, Eleanor Meth Methvin, Methwin, Methwin, yeah, and Gerard McSorley. <laughs> Leaves four names left, but it's a Daniel Day Lewis thing, you know that. From 1997, what's your guess? Okay. You can do it. This is uh, not right, but I guess Legends of the Fall. I know. You guys thought I knew movies. I don't. Just driving Miss Daisy. 
Yeah. Anything I from 1989. Made, I made my guess. That was a good try, but unfortunately, uh, Pete Davidson isn't going to make it tonight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, a double it. Well, no, we're good. We got enough people. First ever 11 guests of Christmas. Oh. East Coast. Uh, oh, it's so sad. There was 13 last year at Even Out, fuckers. <laughs> Thanks, Devin. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, the movie is called The Boxer. This was a tough one. I, I, it would have been tough for anybody. Uh, what would you like to plug, Aparna? Uh, I'll, I'll plug. I have an album coming out in January, so I'll plug that. What's Let's it called? It. It's called uh, Just Putting This Out There. Okay. And, uh, yeah, look for that. Look for our Twitter. Tweets are hilarious. Ladies and gentlemen, a partner in Angela. We're getting some good shitheads over here. It's going to be an epic reading of shitheads at the end. Should we all move up front, everyone, or, or better? In a, in a, I don't know. A this is all right. I don't know how close I'm I okay get with this. To you, this we just setup. re-racked like beer pong. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's kind of a little lopsided. The, the theater may flip flip off to flip over this side, like the boat in the Poseidon adventure. All right, here we go. <laughs> nice reference. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Doogie. You're welcome. Doug. Yeah, see, yours is more fun to say, yeah. like, with some little with mustard on spin it. on there, yeah. You made my uh, name sound like an insult. Yeah, exactly, Doogie. Oh, jeez. Uh, that is harsh. Listen, Doogie. Um, it's uncalled for. Why He's, would you say it's that? It's so easy to condescend to you with <laughs> that feel, name. I feel like it's what I'm made for, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Doogie. Let's ask Doogie. I bet he has the answer, especially if it's about cats. He's met some interesting ones. Perhaps you weren't aware of them. Yeah, good plug. <laughs> plug in my All right. book. Plug yeah. in my book. <laughs> Where are we? What's happening? Uh, who just got knocked out? Aparna got knocked out, so we start with Greg again. And uh, this is where, since we're down to five, we're going to switch the order around. So Greg has to play into Jesse. Uh-huh. And uh, Greg gets to pick between these three categories. S. S. Epitatha Murkison. That's movies where Asapatha Murkerson dies. <laughs> or B-A- BLK Rabbit Coder suggested Darth Hader. And that's movies j- with James Earl Jones that Leonard gave two stars or less. <laughs> and Neil Blumpkin suggested... <laughs> oh, he's the guy that suggested Reverse Malton. So if you want, we can play around a Reverse Malton, and you'll have to... Uh, You'll have to choose between the uh, titles from, uh, from that uh, if you choose it. So which one of those do you like, Greg? Let's do a ra- Jesse and I literally before the show said that we're both reverse Malton fans, so we're going to do a round of reverse All right. Malton. I love it. Thank you. No, no problem. Thank you. You're Thank not going to be a fan of your options, I'm afraid, uh, especially playing with Jesse, but we'll see. It's three Fellini films. <laughs> 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 One name, sad clown. Uh, uh, 
it's close. Dave's Marcello Mastroianni. All right, whatever. It is going to be tough because it's it is all films from uh, I'll say the seventies, and your choices are Serpico, The Godfather Part Two, or Bobby Deerfield. Which one of those three films do you think you know the most? Actors or actresses from for a, a round of reverse Malton. So I'm making a bid now for how many I'll know in the film. We're gonna just pick the movie that you think you know the most, okay. and then I'll uh, tell you Godfather how many. Part Two. Okay. Thank you. Excellent choice. Good choice. Because Leonard Liss, it gives you a real good chance here. Because Leonard Liss, uh, uh, 22 names. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, you start the bidding, Greg, with how many names you think you uh, can go, name. Go four. He says he can name four of the people in Godfather Part Two, Jesse. Uh, I'm going to say seven. <laughs> of course you are. So Doogie, Jesse Pasternak can name seven people from Godfather Part Two. That's, that is, I'm not, I'm saying that as a fact. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... Do you want to try to name more, or do you want to leave right now? Do they have to be in order? Do you order? want to drag this yes, out by a couple to, yes, of minutes? Yes, the order has to be exactly or... right. Wait, do they have to be in order, too? No, no, no. Uh, it, it, be in order. It's reverse Malton, so it's, uh, uh, he just has say, to name. That's how I got out last, last time, but that's a different game? It's a different thing. Okay. Yeah. In reverse Malton, uh, you have to wear a shirt. <laughs> so you're not allowed, I'm always out not I'm always to out play. Yeah what he said man uh, What are you going to do Doogie I, I actually know this So I'm going to say eight He says eight names if, if they're not in order I just saw it at the Museum of Moving Images So Seth he can name eight movie. people From the cast of Godfather Part 2 yeah. Can you name more Or are you going to challenge him I'm going to challenge Doogie Name that eight kid But I was, I was full of shit I thought I could bluff Seth and he would... I'll take a swing at it. Okay. Give it a go. We won't say if they're right or wrong until you've said eight names. Oh, I probably don't even know that many. Uh, or until you give up. Al Pacino. Uh, James Caan. Uh, <laughs> Robert De Niro. Uh, Abe Vigoda. No, I can tell I already fucked up people. Laughing at me. <laughs> Tom Hanks, Airbud. No, I got. <laughs> That's really where you give up. You're doing so good. Deborah Kringer. Um, so how many? I was at. I was at. You were at like four or five. I was at four or five. Four. Four. Sticklers say four. <laughs> you only need four more. Just start naming Italians. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I even got one more. Just for the fun of it, just add one more? I mean, Marlon Brando has got to... There's got to be some scenes with Marlon Brando. Maybe some flashbacks? Yeah, some flashbacks. Might be kind of pricey to show him again, though. Five. He might just forget to show up. That lady. Mm-hmm. He was a force ghost at the end. No, I, I think... I, <laughs> All right. I think I You're not going to do it. It's a valiant effort. Yeah. But you were right about Abe Vigoda... 
and all those others that you said yeah, were all correct. James Conn's barely made the cut because he's probably just a brief uh, flashback yeah. or something. Uh, Danny Aiello, uh, uh, John Cazale, who was Cazale, uh, uh, we were talking about earlier. Uh, Talia Shire, Lee Strasberg, G.D. Spradlin, Bruno Kirby, the great Bruno Kirby. Who played his wife? Who played? Um, uh, Diane Keaton. Okay, that was yeah, the, yeah, yeah Duval Pacino. Yeah, so there oh. you go. Uh, Doogie, do you want to plug Thank anything? You. Uh, my new book, Some Very Interesting Cats, perhaps you weren't aware of, that we've already mentioned twice. Uh, also, I have an album coming out February 5th called The Delicate Man. And you can follow me on Twitter at Doogie Horner. Thank you for having me on the show. Let's hear it for Doogie Horner. All right. What? Oh, yeah. You're supposed My to take pants? your pants off if you... No, I, when I got it right, not he got it wrong. It's a different thing. I don't celebrate when people get it wrong now we when I get it right. More people want my pants off than I would have thought. And a lot of people are saying, no, no, ew, gross. Relax. I'll do it when the time is right. Where the bidding start in that last one? With Greg? Yes. Yeah, okay. So let's go the other way. We'll start with Ramon, and then we'll come at you, Seth. So look out. Uh, Ramon gets to pick between these three categories. Patrick Hasty on Twitter suggested The Incredible Hulks, plural, which is the films of uh, Eric Bana, uh, Ed Norton, or Mark Ruffalo that got three stars or more from Leonard. The Incredible Hulks. Or C. Ruffelnatch suggested, or Rufinatch suggested Tom Tanks. And that's Tom Hanks movies that Leonard gave two stars or less. Yeah. And B6 Dozer suggested Woodcock. And that's movies that feature a ventriloquist dummy. Uh, I'll do Which one of those Tom Hanks. Ramon? Ramon goes with the Tom Tanks. This is a movie that got two stars or less. It got two, in fact, from Leonard from 2011. He calls this movie precocious, and he also says that it is adapted from a novel. And he lists nine names. How many names do you think it'll take for you to figure out this Tom Hanks Eight. tank? Eight names, he says. Seth? Six. Whoa. Interesting. I hope that you bid more, Jesse, because I want those pants to stay on. <laughs> uh, three. Yes. Yeah. When I said more, I meant less. Uh, three names is all Jesse Pasternak needs to name this movie with Tom Hanks from 2011. I don't think Robo Genius has the ability to bluff, so I will. Uh... <laughs> Who told you? Who told you? So I'll take two. Whoa. Call me in the morning. <laughs> Ramon. What are you going to do with that? He's taking two and calling me in the morning. Uh, 
Some Dr. Doug. I'll take one. He says one name. Seth Herzog, you could go zero names. You could go negative names. Negative names? Yeah, like negative name people that one, weren't. you have to name the top build person. Negative two, oh, you have I to see. name oh, the then top you go, two Then you go the reverse. People. Yeah. Um, hmm. Hmm. So if I say zero, what does that mean? I mean, I have to just that name the top That means that I won't give you any of the names. You just have to guess the name the of the movie. Yeah. Interesting. And you still got Jesse behind you. He could bid negative names. Yeah, I know. Jesse could name every single person that wasn't in the film, <laughs> including everyone in the room. Um, I'm going to guess the movie. Yeah. I'm going I'm to make a guess on that, on that film, just from All right. what you described. Zero names. Seth Herzog, if you fail... Yeah, I'm out. Oh, wait, wait, wait. If Jesse, I get it right, Jesse, pants are Jesse, coming off. Wait, okay, but Jesse gets to decide if he's going to go negative names or not. You oh, bit, that's right. So I can't, I can't guess yet. I say zero, and then he goes negative. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think you, I think you should have gone negative one, but that's just me. <laughs> if you think you know the movie. But let's see what Jesse's going to do. I'm going to say name that movie. He's going to say name it. I think I know what's going on here. I'm going to say the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> That's what's going on here is we all figured out you had no idea. What is it? It's extremely loud and incredibly close. Oh, the 9-11. Yes. Oh, we don't get to see him with his pants off. What a shame. What a damn shame. Uh-oh. They're coming off anyway. <laughs> you're, you're the only one we can blame. And uh, what do you want to plug? Oh, um, Grab a mic and plug something. Um, I do a you know, big show every Tuesday down uh, town at the Slipper Room called Sweet. Been doing it for years. We've got a great show tomorrow night every week. So whenever you're in New York, come on down, especially you beautiful people who are already here. Um... I don't know. I got some projects coming up. You'll hear about them later. Seth Herzog, ladies there and gentlemen. Thank you. Some people think they have to like filibuster. I'm not asking you to fill time. Just plug your shit. <laughs> this has gone on long enough. I'm excited, though. It's been a very uh, good group as far as uh, staying focused and being uh, competitive. Yeah. We got a good, good three players left now. And uh, are you guys moving around in your seats confuse the hell out of me. We're, we're in the same order. I'm sure you are. Uh, who challenged uh, Seth on that? It was uh, I did. You did. So, okay, so we'll start with uh, Ramon and head towards... Jesse, with, with, of course, Greg in the middle. <laughs> Ramon gets to pick between. Oh, and when we're down to two, it's Asparagus Pea, which is a movie I've chosen in advance. <laughs> Just so you know. Uh, Ramon, Justin Tigner suggested Rage Against Matthew Modine. <laughs> and that's films where Matthew Modine gets punched. 
Westiola suggested Passenger 58. And that's movies where Wesley Snipes is second build. <laughs> Wesley Snipes is coming up a lot tonight. And, oh, that'd be a good song. Wesley Snipes is coming up tonight. Uh, Movie Lodge suggested Slow Montania. And that's Joe Montania movies that are over two hours long. <laughs> which, which one of those do you like, Ramon? Uh, let's go to the Wesley Snipes second bill. All right. It's happened to the Snipester a few times in his career. Would you like a movie where Wesley Snipes got second billing in 1992, uh, 1993? That's enough. <laughs> he did two in 93, so I can't say 93 again. Uh, let's do 93. Okay. You want early 93 or late 93? <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know the difference, really. Yeah, me, me, I'm just uh, going to guess. Uh, yeah, just... Just pick one. I don't know. Okay, I'll pick one. Two and a half stars from Leonard for this movie where he says that Wesley Snipes plays an L.A. cop. And he says this movie is silly with credibility strained to the breaking point. Yeah, Leonard fucking snapped. (laughs) Watching this goddamn movie. And he went out of control and listed 13 names. How many names did it take you to get it, Ramon? Eight. Eight's a pretty fancy bid, Greg. Yeah. Uh. Jesse. Jesse. What? Jesse. 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 Last time, yeah. yeah. Kind of have an idea of what it is. <laughs> Question is, do so I go th- negative three? What the hell is happening? He says negative gonna, three. No, 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 no. I was thinking out loud oh. about, about saying negative three. It's a big difference. Oh. But I'll go People negative two. Oh. He says he could do negative two, Jesse. I uh, unfortunately have no idea what movie this is. So I hate to say, see Jesse go out like uh, this. Uh, well, uh. Yeah, we'll have to go sometimes, so I think I'll say, uh, name that movie. and. Uh, oh, such a young man saying we all have to go sometimes. <laughs> That's like a cancer movie or something. That's what one of the kids says to Patch Adams. And then he squeezes Patch's nose and Patch farts and everybody laughs. And Philip Seymour Hoffman says, you can't do that. And they all wore clown noses. He wasn't that. Philip Seymour Hoffman wasn't Patch Adams. All right. Uh, <laughs> Greg says he's going to go negative two. So he's going to name the title of the movie and the top two build people, starting with the top person and then the second build person, which I believe is obvious at this point. <laughs> and, uh, and then I will declare if you're correct or not. Is it Rising Sun, Sean Connery, and Wesley Snipes? That is correct. <laughs> Oh, Jesse. Jesse, you what do you got no coming up? You got like a test in Fellini class? 
Uh, I got to make a short film for that. I'm also writing uh, film and TV reviews for the Indiana Daily Student, and you can follow me on Twitter, uh, at Jesse Pasternak, and you can follow my brother, uh, at Sam Pasternak. He's very funny. Oh, that's nice. How, uh... I wanted to ask him how long the Fellini course was, because I'm hoping it's eight and a half weeks. I hope his mom knows or to months. come pick him up early. <laughs> What's that? I hope his mom knows to come pick him up I didn't say ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I was about to, then you do it again. I'm not going to fall for that. <laughs> but seriously, let's hear it for Jesse Pasternak, everybody. I feel like I just kicked Rudy in the nuts. <laughs> All right, so. So Jesse challenged you, right? Yes. And you nailed it. So I guess we'll start with uh, Ramon. And play a round of For the Win. This is Asparagus P. I've already selected the movie, Ramon. Okay. I'm going to tell you all about it right all now. Right. Uh, oh, what happened to Jesse's name tag? Did he? He took it with him? Special keepsake? Put it under his pillow back in the dorm? <laughs> Uh, okay, three stars from Leonard for this movie from 1987. He says this film is about a young hotshot, and he also says that it's completely absorb- absorbing. What and word? that's enough. <laughs> You're right. I got to read the whole review for Asparagus did, did, P. Did you say a boring or absorbing? Huh? Well, <laughs> no, I'm going to read the whole thing. Okay. I forgot we were doing Asparagus P. All right. So I'm going to read the whole thing, and then we start the bidding. So it's right. basically a negative names game. Okay. You guys get that, right? Yes. So I have to... I'm bidding how many people I know are in Yeah, the yeah. But in order. It's oh, shit. Old okay. school Malton. Yeah. So it's, it's tough. God damn. Uh-huh. In order from the top. Young hotshot who's going nowhere in a New York brokerage firm manages to buttonhole the highest roller on Wall Street and win his confidence, but he sells his soul, so to speak, in return for admittance to that high-powered world of wheeling and dealing. Modern-day morality tale, co-writer-director Stone (laughs) Uh, is short on subtlety but completely absorbing, especially in the wake of the real-life insider trading scandal of 1986. Uh, (laughs) And then he lists 18 names. So we start with you, Ramon. How many can you name from the top down? Damn. Uh, I can name four. Whoa. 
Stronger bid than I extep- expected, Greg. Yeah, and, and the order is the tricky part, so I am going to put it in your hands, sir. You went hard. You could go home a champion if you could figure out the order of this film, which I'm a little iffy on. So please name that movie. Uh, this is going to be interesting. I want to say Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. What's that? Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, or Wall Street? Because <laughs> they're both. <laughs> well, it's the Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross isn't about a stockbroker. They have they sell real estate. That's all white people should mean. Oh yeah. That's true. He's making a very hard That's argument. A solid point. Uh, no, yeah, the film is Wall Street. Okay. So you're... Uh, <laughs> so that, that bit of four names, I'm really rooting for you now. That you're going to be able to pull this off. Uh, From the top. Michael Douglas. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. Uh, I shouldn't have been so strong. Uh, <laughs> um, the stock market. <laughs> Cocaine, probably. Uh, yeah, money never sleeps. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, guess... Uh, Don Lemon or Jack Lemon? <laughs> I'm real high too, so you still got Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross in the brain because that's what Jack Lemon was in. Ah, damn, yeah. You, you got the first two right. You would have to go on Daryl Hannah and then Hal Holbrook, Ooh. followed by Martin Sheen, who has the immortal line, "I don't judge a man by the size of his wallet." He screams at at his son. That means. That Greg Wyshynski is our winner! And real quick... Thank you. Real quick, let's get a plug from... Uh, a plug from Ramon. Where can people find you? What are you up to? Uh, my w- website's Blazer Ramon. That's also my handle on uh, Instagram and Twitter is Blazer Ramon. And then if you go to Cleveland, uh, go to accidentalcomedy.com. I run a bunch of dope shows out there. Uh, and then if you want to smoke weed with me after the show, holla. <laughs> Ramon Rivas II, everybody. Thanks, dude. And now some plugs from our winner. Ramon's taking the rest of the cake. The so one I congratulate Indy Adam Jones. At the crowd. What and, happened? Yeah, I want to congratulate Indy Adam Jones for the victory. Yeah, so ha- come on down and get your prize bag. Um, and where are my, ho- Indy, where are my, Adam. Ho- where are my hockey people? Are you here? Yeah, Lovers where are they pop- at? Brilliant. Uh, I write the there Puck Daddy blog on Yahoo Sports. The book, again, is Take Your Eye Off the Puck. They have a podcast called Merrick vs. Wyshynski on the iTunes. And uh, 
This is crazy, man. This is like life, life goal achievement. Congratulations, man. Because you got to come back and defend your title next year. I'm really good at it in the car. And so I'm, I feel confident now that anyone who can do it in the car can be up here, too. And One I more do time, it, I do everybody, I mean. for Don't Sound the Cannon, because he's our winner. Greg Wyshynski, everybody. Follow him on Twitter if you can spell that name. It's a tough one. What a great guy. I had him picked from the start to win because he's my favorite. And uh, this is what Pete Davidson texted me during the show. I'm sorry, Doug, I'm stuck. I'll make it up to you. Love you. So, yeah, so I'm totally, Pete Davis is going to blow me. <laughs> so I don't know how else he can make it up to me, you know. It's to do something pretty, pretty extreme. Uh, thank you to everybody for, for being here and coming out to and uh, selling out this show so quickly. <laughs> Ends up being a big event. Always a lot of fun. Well, the one out in Los Angeles is sold out as well, and that's going to be a, a super fun one, too, coming up soon. And DougLovesMovies.com for all my shit. And uh, we got a lot of shitheads to get through. So uh, let's start with the uh, big Tim Curry head. <laughs> Team Iceland from the 1994 Junior Goodwill Games. <laughs> quack, quack. Fuck Gunner Stahl. You have to take the, this back. You can't let us keep this one because this, this, uh, this alien, knitted alien head is too amazing. But thank you, Katie. Not being able to come up with a shithead is a shithead. People at concerts who are constantly taking pictures or recording the show are a shithead. I'm going to get this one out of the way because I'm uncomfortable with it. Jesus Christ is a shithead. People who don't know how to board planes are a shithead. People who aren't excited about the new Star Wars movie are a shithead. People from New Jersey that tell people they're from New York are a shithead. The director of Mac and Me is a shithead. Pennsylvania hot tub regulations are a shithead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no. Finally. Family members that are racist and make that fact known during the holidays and Donald Trump are a shithead. <laughs> Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves movies.